Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. So uh, when your marriage inevitably ends, um, <laughs> do you think you would hop back into that dating pool rather quickly? Or do you think Adrian would hop into that dating pool rather quickly? Oh, wow, that would be a tough one. I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think, you know, they, they, there is the rebound mm. relationship that happens sometimes. But it, it generally it depends on how long you've been in a relationship before that. Men are asked, when asked, say uh, they're most likely to get back out there and date. But it's also because men are needy and dumb. And right. we, we need somebody to take care of us. I remember my mother-in-law who... Uh, was a widow from her 30s and, and never remarried. And she just said, I never want to have to babysit a man again. I don't want to have to wash somebody's dirty underwear. And uh, We just need somebody uh, to uh, to take care of us. And women are very sturdy on their feet. They don't, they don't need a lot of us. Outside of killing the odd bug and changing a light bulb, they don't need us all that much. You? Oh, I'm already dating right now. <laughs> You'll last as long as you have laundry. <laughs> I, first thing on my list would be to find a laundry mat or a laundry service because you can't do your laundry no i wouldn't know uh what to do I'd, I'd i'd say to maria in our divorce proceedings right you can we work out in the deal that you still will do my laundry i'll say this I, sometimes you'll see a couple that breaks up and someone uh you know very quickly is right back on that horse yeah um and, and and you realize, I think, in, in some of this, that it was kind of over before it was officially over, right? Yeah. And so that for for some, I think, that do that, I think that is the case. It's mm-hmm. that uh, they had already moved on well before they literally moved out. I think that there are, um, there's always, yeah, that situation where, you know, you've both maybe come to the realization that you're not in love with any, each other anymore, and it, there's this slow wind down, and you've got to figure everything out, and I get that. I'm always shocked by the man or woman who didn't see it coming. Right. You know, thought up until Sunday night dinner, everything was great. Yeah. And Monday morning, I want a divorce. Like, I, how, like, how did you not read that room at all? Yeah. Well, I guess it can happen if, 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 you know, people are really discreet about what they're, what they're feeling, or they, or, or maybe they're just not talking. Yeah. Right. Right. They're just going through the motions and not talking at all. And so they think everything's fine. Most say you should wait a while. When it comes to different ages, older people are more to push that you should wait a while. Younger people are more into, uh, getting right back out there. And I, there is a difference too between dating and hooking up. You know, the saying is sometimes the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. And, and that's probably true. I mean, I, I would, I would suggest that, yeah, if you've kind of had your heart broken, maybe you shouldn't even suggest that to a friend because if their heart's really been broken, maybe having sex with somebody is just going to screw them up even more. Mm. Cause you're going to feel that connection with someone and mistake that for love. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think that's probably the danger of jumping back in too quickly right. is that you've, you overlook, uh, some, some red flags yeah. just because, oh man, someone's interested. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Like in my stupid guy brain, I always think, boy, if I got divorced, I'd be on a rampage. <laughs> I- Everybody's getting pregnant. Like, I, like Tracy Morgan said, everybody's getting pregnant. But I, I, the reality would, I know what would, very quickly. I'd Options be, are limited. Oh, very. Very. It would be so sad. Does anybody care about the, uh, the Frasier revival? It is going to be on Paramount Plus 
October 12th, and then I think it's going to CBS sometime after that. Of course, it's a sitcom, so I care. We watch all the sitcoms at the Venn Ranch. But in this one, uh, Fraser Crane is moving back to Boston, which has some fans wondering if he'll uh, linger into uh, his old hang and cheers. Oh. But Entertainment Weekly saying the show has actually killed off cheers. The iconic bar cheers is no more, according to the new Fraser. Uh, they will have a new haunt. It's called Mahoney's, and it's named after John Mahoney, the actor who played Frazier's dad in the original series. He passed in 2018. Oh, nice. There was a little tease uh, about uh, Frazier's going back to Boston to do this, that, and the other thing and answer some unresolved issues. And I wonder if it's somewhere along the way, Diane is going to show up. Because if you remember from the original Cheers they were engaged, and she broke it off with him to date and get engaged to Sam. And then, of course, she went on to decide to leave Cheers. And that was probably one of the biggest mistakes in the history of television because her career went right down the toilet shortly thereafter. Right. Although I was watching a thing with Ted Danson recently. They had some reunion uh, of Cheers cast members, and he went out of his way to praise Diane uh, and what she brought to the show in the first five seasons. And I guess there was some tension on the set back then, and she wasn't the easiest person supposedly to to work with. But he has really gone out of his way when speaking of her to speak very highly of her. So um, Was that, that Shelley Long? Shelley that, Long, yeah. right. And they really, I mean, their relationship, the way they battled, was one of the all-time classic couple relationships in a sitcom. They were... They were so, so good together. So we will see. If I was a little happens. young at that point. I forget <clears throat> those early days of it. Because mm. they had the old bartender, too, right? Yeah, he didn't. Uh, I don't think he made it past season two. He passed away. Right. And then they brought in uh, Woody Harrelson after yeah, that. Yeah. So anyhow, if you care about Frasier, then uh, it'll be back in October. Amy Schumer's getting attacked for cyberbullying Nicole Kidman. Then she decided to swing back by attacking Ashton and Mila Kunis. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I guess it, uh, Amy Schumer saw a photo of Nicole Kidman at the U.S. Open. She was sitting, staring blankly ahead with one hand under her chin, and Amy captioned the photo with, Is this how humans sit? But she took it down and apologized from everyone accusing her of bullying Nicole and being a mean girl. Uh, but it wasn't so much as an apology as it was an opportunity to take a shot at Ashton and Mila for supporting Danny Masterson. She said, I want to apologize to all the people I hurt posting a photo of Nicole Kidman and alluding to her being an alien. I will be asking the cast of that 70s show to write letters advocating for my forgiveness. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Although it did remind you, too, because just last week it was Sharon Osbourne was talking about Ashton Kutcher. Mm. Being, you know, her worst guest ever, right? Yeah, just being a dastardly human being. Right. Dastardly is a great word. We mentioned this earlier, but if you, uh, if you, uh, have Disney Plus, uh, I believe Disney Plus in Canada is about eleven ninety nine, twelve bucks a month. It's going up to fifteen bucks a month. Basically a yearly, uh, uh, plan will cost you was costing you 120. Now it's going to be like 150. So I don't know if there's a show. Um, you know, past or, or returning that could get me instantly to subscribe to something. Oh, Paramount Plus did it to me because I wanted Cheers and Kings of Queens. Right. 
And well, that's it, right? Like the second you said Fraser and Paramount Plus, I'm like, all right, forget it. I guess I'm not watching that. It'll be on CBS. You'll be able to get it. Exactly. But, but, you know, and the Disney Plus, we had it, I think, as part of a promotion at one Mm. point and had it and then, you know, watched a couple of things and then ditched it. And then I got, I go, well, I guess I got Apple to watch Ted Lasso. Um, but I was already uh, having Apple so, services for everything else, so I figured mm. it wasn't that big a deal to grab Apple TV. Here's again a, a huge different in a difference in our lifestyles when it comes to television watching. I don't even know where Sportsnet or uh, Rogers or what's the other uh, the TSN. Those, TSN. Yeah. I don't even know where they are on my channels. Right. Never, never watch them. Only ever had them because David wanted them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the one thing I could bail on, and I wouldn't miss. Well, for have a you second. not? Why? Why wouldn't you now? I don't know. I keep forgetting to, and I do. <laughs> the only reason maybe I keep them is because of this job. If something big happens, like if the Jays made it to the World Series, right, or if the Leafs made it <laughs> to the Stanley Cup final, I always think, okay, there might be the odd sports thing I have to watch, mm-hmm. but it'd be like twice a year, maybe. Yeah, you know, I'd have to ask you, where are they? On the on the rotation of channels, I don't know. I, I think you could probably generally get one of them in your package, right? Well, there without was having a- to have like all the West Coast and like right, like each have like five or six channels to them now. Yeah, I yeah, and I'm sure it's not cheap when I'm when I'm paying for it all. I and I um, but I'm I'm guilty of this all the time with television. I I hear everybody going on and on about the boxes they get and the, the this and the that and and they pay twenty dollars a month and they get all the television in the world. Yeah, and oh I know. It's but I I can't I I just need to know where my shows are when I want to watch. My, my dad shows. was on it about it the other day. He's like, oh yeah, I want to get uh, I was thinking of getting a Fire Stick. Mm. Like why? <laughs> Well, you replace all these boxes we have. I'm like, but Dad, like, all you ever do is watch channels that are on those boxes. Mm -hmm. And please don't do that because that's just a phone call I'm going to get. When you can't find what you want to watch, I'm going to have to figure out how to find it for you. The only good thing about a Fire Stick is they're already kind of a little outdated because with my new remote... I have uh, buttons to Prime and Netflix and Crave right, right yeah. there, whereas that's how you got to that. The Roku had those as yeah. well. The only the only good thing about that Fire Stick is, like so many who have TVs out in their backyard now, if you load the, I guess, Rogers or Bell app onto right. the Fire Stick, you could just take the Fire Stick outside, plug it into the TV, boom, all your cable's right there. Mm. So that's a reason to keep it around and uh, pay more money every day. That's right. <laughs> I am just looking at the most horrific, horrible, shocking, disturbing photo I have ever seen on X. Okay. There's a village in Portugal where the streets were flooded with red wine after a distillery's $2.2 million liter tank burst. Oh, no. Red wine through the streets. It must look like blood. Mmm, all that wine gone to waste. <laughs> it's the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Somebody get me a bucket and a straw. Wow, it's just pouring down the street. Really? Oops. Yeah, somebody's getting fired. Yeah. It is your pal, he's Craig and Lucky.
Apple unveils its new uh, iPhone 15 today. Really? Uh, are you one who upgrades immediately, or are you still rocking your iPhone 6 until the wheels fall off? Not quite the 6, but I, I am not one to jump on the new one. Because really, for the 90% of people, you're not using any of the features oh, no. that are upgraded, other than maybe the camera, but you're not using it to the potential that they're upgrading it to. Most of us with any technology have no idea what 99% of the stuff on our phone is for anyhow. Right. Yeah. Uh, almost all of us uh, say having the latest tech is at least somewhat important. Uh, one in four people have taken on debt to get the newest tech before. Phones are the top oh. device we're, we're willing to splurge on. I get that. I mean, we use it more than anything else. Yeah. So it, it, it makes sense in that. What's interesting is that there's this nostalgia that some people have where they, if, if you're not an upgrader, mm. you're, there's some that just hang on for dear life to like blackberries <laughs> and flip phones. Right. And, and pride themselves on refusing to adapt to technology. Well, there's those of us, and I can fall into that category, of not wanting to feel like a sheep or a goat and, mm. you know, following the crowd to the newest trend. It's it's why, and it's one thing that Maria and I absolutely have in common. We could care less about trends or brand names. You know, when it comes to fashion, we have family members who just cannot be seen in anything other than a brand name. Okay. It must be whatever yeah. the brand name of the day is. And head to toe in everything. <laughs> in different colors and different styles. And, and and it includes not only, you know, their clothing, but everything in their life from their car to their accessories to right. their furniture. Yes. I can't live like that. One, I can't afford to live like that. And two, I, it just feels so unbelievably shallow. Well, you're not the only one who can't afford to live like that because many who do live like that still can't afford to. Mm -hmm. But that is the status symbol for them, right? Yeah, and there will be those who say that uh, if you work hard and you earn a good living because of your efforts, then you should be allowed to reward yourselves with the fineries in life. And I, I guess I don't disagree with that. Right. There's just something that comes along with that lifestyle in the personality of those people <laughs> that rubs me the wrong way. I mean, I told you the story, and I've shared this with uh, with people in my life um, who kind of fall under that umbrella, and you know they're quick to defend. But I told you the story of the uh, couple who uh, hopped out of the massive SUV at the gas station one Sunday. And they were fully decked out, the two of them. Right. In Lululemon head to toe. And I just thought, well, I guess they're using that massive SUV to take small children to and from doctor visits. <laughs> they're doing something good for the community. They must be. <laughs> of course, she was far too busy to help anybody in the community playing with her smartphone. Right. Or her smartwatch or whatever she had going. Anyhow, uh, we, uh, we think the phone is the top device we need to splurge on, followed by the computer, a new smartwatch, a new gaming console. Half would be willing to buy the newest version of uh, their phone, even if their current phone is still working fine. I, I, the price is what limits me. Mm. And, and yes, uh, we we don't necessarily go into debt for it, but we we do these pay-as-you-go or or payment plans mm -hmm. where you sign on for two years and you, and you get it. But you realize you're paying for the phone just 
delaying that over the course of however many years. And by the time your tab's cleared up, you need a new phone. Exactly. You're right back into a new tab. Well, and a lot of people feel it's basically like leasing, mm-hmm. right? And there are companies now that do that where you you have the phone for two years, you pay a certain, you're basically leasing it, and then you give it back and you upgrade to the next one and you keep going. Right. Well, you know, when it comes to, uh, let's say, leasing a car, there was a time not that long ago when the rates were, some places were letting you lease for like 0% or 1%. It was the interest was so low. I mean, it almost made sense to lease a car then instead of, say, going in and borrowing from the bank to buy a a used vehicle or a new car. Nowadays, of course, that's all gone out the window with interest rates. Right. Well, and, and, but, and part of it is our resistance to math. Too, right? <laughs> like, like that, that leasing of the cell phone where they give it to you, the, the new one will be 40 bucks a month, mm. right? On a two year plan. Seems so easy. And you give it back when it's done. Like, yes. It's not 40. Yeah. When you're he's like, okay, well, that's, that's $480 a year. Be $20 ourselves <laughs> to death. So in the, in the next two years, you're going to pay a thousand dollars. And then afterwards, you're not going to have that phone because you have to give it back, and you're still going to pay another thousand dollars for the next two years after that. Well, and th- what's what's choked us in recent days the most when it comes to that is streaming services. Yes, you know what's nine ninety nine a month? Look at all this entertainment I'm getting for nine dollars. I, you know, a pint of beer cost me nine dollars. Well, what? six months later, that's yeah. eighteen dollars a month, uh, and then you've got four or five different subscription services. Right. Yeah, and all of a sudden now you're you're looking at a thousand dollars a month. Half of them you signed up for you don't even realize or remember you're paying for them that's right yeah i know well disney plus is supposedly going up three bucks a month really yeah so you got that to look forward to anyhow if you're an iphone user it's out today 15 get scrambling iphone users are the most brand loyal and the most likely to buy the newest version of their phone when it comes out do you have a unique name and has it been a blessing or a curse Someone went through a list of baby names from last year and uh, cherry-picked some of the strangest ones, and we are really going out on a limb naming our kids some very strange things. The weirdest girl names include Minnow, Banksy, (laughs) Delight, Delight, Katniss, I guess that's from Hunger Games, Sparkle, she'll be a stripper, Right. Pearly, Canary, Bethlehem, What? Chai, as in the tea, Strawberry and Cinderella, of course. Right. Boy names don't get much better. Barley. (laughs) (laughs) My other son hops. It's not a bad name, Barley. It's for a dog. Barley, come here. Dragon, Fender, Cleaver, Cotton, Rooster, Chaos, Ruckus. Rooster. Crash, Forbes, Lancelot. Who the hell named her kids Chaos and Ruckus? I, <laughs> what is this? This is Ricky Bobby? We, uh, we had, Walker and Texas Ranger? We had two cats when we were first married. We named them Riff and Raff, and we wanted to get a dog and name them Ruckus. So right. Riff and Raff and Ruckus. Uh, so, yeah, Crash Forbes, I guess maybe Crash Bandicoot. Right. Forbes, Lancelot, and Awesome. Somebody named their son oh, Awesome. Give me a break. Yeah. I tell you, I like the classics. I like your Freds and your Jacks and your Bobs. I'll say this. If you're going to, whatever you're doing, just make it a normal spelling. Mm. Like if you want to go traditional, keep a traditional spelling. There's those who want to do a traditional name and have it spelled 
uh, in like weirdly or uniquely, mm. and you're just cursing your child to having to respell their name over and over again for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and you're going to find with a lot of these names, at some point when the kid gets older, they're just going to say, you know what, my name's Delight because right. my parents are morons. Just call me D. Right. You know? Yeah, but, you know, if you're going to call her Delight, spell it as Delight. You know, this D apostrophe L-Y-T-E. <laughs> no. My name's Bethlehem. Just call me Beth. <laughs> My name's Lancelot. Just call me Lot. Like, I've got, uh, you know, one of my many, many side gigs to try and keep myself afloat in this life uh, is, you know, I do some stuff with hockey teams and reading kids' names out, right? And, like, I've resorted to having, like, please have someone say the name to me because Mm -hmm. everyone's got a different pronunciation and spelling and wild, crazy thing. Where I look at it going, what the hell were you thinking? (laughs) You might have thought this was really cool for that moment where you were standing in the afterglow of childbirth. (laughs) You really didn't consider this, did you? Sam. Why don't you just go with Sam? (laughs) My son, awesome. Out of control. The child should be taken away. (laughs) At that point, child services needs to step in. I love this idea. There's a new article out in Vice where someone makes the case for bringing smoking sections back or at least relaxing the rules. The writer says smoking a cigarette indoors like at a bar or a strip club is one of God's little divine offerings. (laughs) These are sacred spaces in which to partake in an ancient pastime. The writer also points out that places like coffee shops probably don't need to have smoking sections, although it would be a lot cooler if they did. And I agree. Smoking is cool, kids. Right. Now, look, the medium, uh, the median age of our population in Canada is 41, which means that roughly half of us probably remember when a worker at a restaurant would say, smoking or non-smoking? Yeah. Uh huh. Well, and but it was all so ridiculous. Yeah. Like for those who were non-smokers, to be sitting a half wall away, a plastic plant between the two of you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or on an airplane, the height of ridiculous. It'll never come back. Of course, uh, we are split uh, on many issues, but smoking inside restaurants is something that most of us would never want to see happen again. Now, the interesting side would be, I guess, the vaping side of it because mm. i mean it's not a lit cigarette in that sense mm. um i can you secondhand vape is that even a thing i, I don't even no. know now yeah, i don't know I well mean, I, I know the vaping is an issue uh, with schools right oh is it yeah well because uh, you know there were times when when we were kids that there was smoking sections at schools i had teachers borrowing butts off of me <laughs> greg you give me a dart i'll give you an a in your math they test. don't have that anymore but and while you know there's so many restrictions to selling cigarettes there are those for selling vapes but you look at the vape the vapes that are available. Mm. You know, not a lot of dudes are going out asking for the bubblegum flavored vape. Oh, it's all aimed at kids yeah yeah. Well, I think they've locked that down, though, haven't they? I think uh, they've they've curbed that. They've tried to. It's not. It hasn't. Yeah. The the question becomes. You know, we are very 
strict in our smoking rules uh, to the point where there are places outdoors you can't smoke, public parks, sidewalks. Uh, so there's a lot of that that people who are smokers say, well, look, I, it's still legal to smoke, so I can't see how I'm at an outdoor festival and I can't have a cigarette. Where you look in other countries and they are pretty chill about the whole smoking. I think, you know, babies born in France come out with a cigarette in their in their mouth. <laughs> it's one of those long... <clears throat> yeah. Instead of the umbilical Holders. cord, they, they pull on the cigarette. <laughs> But uh, so I could see how, uh, you know, relaxing the rules a bit in regards to smoking, I I wouldn't necessarily uh, be against. I I don't care when I'm on an outdoor patio. If somebody at the table next to me would have a cigarette, it wouldn't bother me. I know uh, it would bother many, and that's fine as well. But uh, I I, I could see I wouldn't want to be in a, you know, in an opium den of smoke all the time. That's that's, no. Well, that's it. Like going into clubs. Oh, it would be gross. When you think about it now, even like casinos, mm-hmm. like it was unbelievable, just the, the den of smoke. And I guess that whole cancer thing is probably the reason it won't be coming back. Yeah. Cancer ruins everything. <laughs> um, remember that one brief period of time uh, when bingo halls put up the, the glass and they gave the smokers a little area? Right. And there would be like two people in the non-smoking section and 150 people in the crammed into that little booth. And you could see in there, and it literally was like a fog machine in there. Yeah. Oh, they had it at, at the uh, the bowling alleys. Yeah. And it, like you couldn't smoke on the lane or anywhere around except in these little designated windows with uh, like venting going up. Yeah. Look like you were in the cone of silence. (laughs) (laughs) Cram it a butt. I always wondered, too, even when I was a smoker and you go into a pool hall, and I'd be like, this, this whoever owns this place has invested thousands of dollars into these tables, and there's little burn marks in all of them. This is felt and ash, and you're leaning over, taking your shot with your dart hanging out of your mouth. But, man, it looked cool. Oh, oh right. if you're a cool smoker, you are the coolest. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.